This is Entrepreneurs Only. If you own a business, you are in the right place. This is where we study and solve all that bullshit that comes with being your own boss so that you can finally grow your business. Let's get to work. Hello, entrepreneurs. Welcome to this week's episode of Entrepreneurs Only. As you know, we are in the middle of the series of conversations with clients. We're chatting with real clients about what it's really like to do this work, show up, struggle, but grow their business. I know it's not easy, and I say this every week too now, knowledge is great, and I'm glad you listen, but my clients execute, and it makes all the difference, and that's what we're talking about today. Today, I want to talk about Robin Taylor. Now, her name may be new to you on this podcast, but her story should not be. I have told you about her and her business multiple times. She's a self-declared favorite, best, most achieved client, and I will go on the record for a minute and tell you she's not far off the mark with that sentence. Her story of resistance, of grit, and now success is exactly why I knew we had to have her on this podcast. Now, before I bring Robin on, I want to tell you her story in my own words before I hand over the mic. Robin came to me in late 2019 just as she was deciding to sign a lease and open a fitness studio or not. We hit it off and she hired me to help her through the development and growth of her new business and she signed her lease. She signed it, she bought the equipment, she set up this beautiful boutique fitness studio in sunny San Diego, and then just as she got going with her doors open, COVID hit. Now she had every reason to write off 2020 as a bad year. She thought about walking away from it all, breaking her lease. She feared complete failure. But as a client, um, she knew we could also get through this if we had the conversation. I had the vision. I had the confidence that it could happen. And she did as well. She showed up. She pivoted. She adjusted. Hell, she even found success and profit in 2020. Let me tell you before we get started, Robin is a prime example of exactly what it takes to succeed in business no matter what. So listen in as we talk and I share all the beauty and all the success that Robin has developed for herself. So now that I've told everyone that and set you up, Robin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I was really excited to hear you use my, um, you know, my moniker that I've asked for. Right. That was, that was on your ride. I know bringing you on the podcast was like bringing Beyonce on. Like you had demands. Like we had to call you this. We had to refer to you in this way. It was, it was my rider. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're the first client. You're the first person to come in here with a rider and we were happy to, to do it all. So, so you got that. So now we could talk. Tell us a little bit about your business itself. Just as, just as a whole, tell us about movement studio. Yeah, well, like you said, um, I was I was just a, a coach. I was a trainer at a gym, and it closed unexpectedly. And I had a bunch of clients that wanted me to figure out what was next. They didn't want to stop the progress that we had been making. And so I was kind of faced with this crossroads of, do I just go and continue to work for someone else, work in someone else's space, or do I... Um, create my own. And I knew in my gut that that's what I needed to do. I have very strong vision. I'm very opinionated. I'm sure that's not a surprise to you, Dave. But um, And I really 
just wanted what I wanted and I wanted what I wanted for my clients. Um, and so, yeah, I, I took the, what felt like just an absolutely huge leap when everything else was equal, right? We didn't know about COVID at the time. And so even just opening my own business just felt like a tremendous challenge. Um, and that's, that's how I found you. Um, and one of the things that I really loved was that you, you had had your own gym. You had been a trainer. Um, you knew that world. And I really felt like I needed a mentor who could um, understand the, the world that I was operating in. Um, but of course, like what has <laughs> unfolded in the last year and couple months has been so much more profound than owning a gym. Right. And let me, let me translate some of that for you because I can tell you a lot about Robin. Robin is particular about her environment, her services and the way she operates. And there is nothing wrong with that. That is actually, I think been one of the most um, contributing factors to her success because she doesn't waver in her beliefs and her values. She knows what her studio is. She knows what she offers. She knows what she's good at. And she remains true to it. Even as she pivots, even as she adjusts, she doesn't void any of that for herself because it just would not feel good. So I, I love that particularness. And I know that, you know, sometimes you come across as, as you know, that that may be harmful to you or, or be an issue, but I think it's actually one of your biggest contributors to your success. So we've actually just started our second year together. Um, we're actually into our second year together now. So you can actually speak to working with me through the entire process through a full year. How has it been for you in that first year of, you know, forget about all the external things that have happened just in the work we've done. What has your experience been? Um, well, it obviously it was really impactful or I would have never signed on for a second year. Um, right. It's not cheap and it shouldn't be cheap. Um, but the value that I got out of our work together was worth every penny. Um, and I think, you know, I meant, I said this to you in, in a message that I sent you at some point, but um, the, the real work of having a coach has nothing to do with making a profit. It has nothing to do with, oh my God, one day maybe I'll be a millionaire. That is actually, I know that's what's sexy and that's what sells, but that is not the actual work, at least not for the work that you and I have done together. It's getting over those mental hurdles. And I don't care who you are. I don't care what you know, type of life experience you have. We all have that voice in our head that limits us, that sidelines us, um, and that we almost can't differentiate between, right? It feels like that negative voice is us sometimes. And um, I think that was the piece where I was just like, I, I had to have an opportunity to work with you in a second year where I didn't have all these huge crushing um, challenges or what felt like huge crushing challenges breathing down my neck. Cause I was like, 
damn, if I can do this well under these circumstances with Dave, what could I do in a second year with some of these circumstances, maybe blunted a little bit? Right. And, and it's a huge, I mean, I'm so glad you said that and so glad to have someone here who's been through a full year because they can really talk about that. But it is, you know, what's sexy in sales is that, yes, I'm going to help you with marketing. I'll help you with strategy. We'll figure out your business and, you know, where to get your audience and grow it. But truly, that is such a small part of the work it takes to grow your business with a coach, especially someone like me, because any problem with a business is a problem with the entrepreneur. And you first have to heal and solve and fix all the things going on with an entrepreneur before you can do the same things for their business. So I think it's so revealing to hear that from somebody else and not just a coach telling you, you know, what they do, but that is the truth. And I think there's a few circumstances where you've sent the message where you've been like, just so you know, this one thing has been worth everything we've done so far. Or I remember we were about four months in and you're like, just so or five months in and you're like, just so you know, I, everything we've done so far, I consider you've delivered the value on what I paid for a year. And so I get that from a lot of clients because some of the shifts are not about profit and not about, um, you know, growth. It's about the change in the entrepreneur. And that's such a key part of the work we do. Now, I think it's fair to say you have faced some struggle this year. I think it's fair to say that that has been (laughs) present for you, but you, one of the key stats, I think, to let everybody know for someone who went into a brick and mortar business, you have been closed just about more time than you have actually been allowed to be physically open. How do you still find success? You found profitability. You found success in your new business with all of your investment. Um, How does that happen during a pandemic? Um, Like blind, dogged determination. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's two things, right? It's that I, my personality is such that I, I will not accept that that kind of external force will determine my future. Um, but the way that I was profitable and again, more importantly, the way that I didn't lose my freaking mind during that year was because I could message you and I could say, Oh my God, this is it. They, they've closed the studio. Uh, I, I, I don't know how I'm going to, I can't do this. No one's going to want to be my client anymore. I mean, I remember saying to you at the first closure, I think this is it. I think, <laughs> I think everyone's going to leave. Yeah. And I remember you saying, what evidence do you have to support that? And I was like, um, hello, it's a global pandemic. <laughs> Why would anybody stay with me? And you were like, has a client left? And I was like, no, <laughs> but I'm sure that they will. Right. That's right. Like, um, and so you, it was that process of you continuing to call me back to my roots. Right. Like, I think it's, it's the, it's like this beautiful synergy between a personality that will not accept defeat, but that is also susceptible to those external forces. And then having a coach who can just keep calling you back to your purpose and keep calling you back to really what's real because that's not real to say, well, this is it. I'm done. I'm sunk. Now, if everybody had walked out the door, yeah, we, it would be a different conversation. Um, 
but that's not what happened. But the funny thing is, and this is what, you know, you didn't realize at that time that you had thought everyone would leave. You actually have full control of people all walk out the door or not. And that would have been completely yeah. based on whatever you started to believe. However, you started to show up because of that belief. Like if you, if you thought everyone's going to leave, this is it. And then you took that thought, started creating actions around that, that weren't helpful or beneficial to your people, then they all would have left. Instead, you said, okay, yeah. if they are not going to leave, how do I continue to serve? And that was the pivot, the adjustment, the things you did. I mean, you did, I'll tell you this about Robin. She shows up as herself in coaching and she will tell you when she's unhappy, when she doesn't like something, when she full on hates something, she will bluntly tell me, <laughs> I hate email. I hate that idea. I hate this thing that we're doing. I will do it because, you know, so far it has worked in what you've said to do. So I will do it, but I don't like it. And then going through the process, she will find actually what she doesn't like is this aspect of it or this piece of it. And that has been a huge growth opportunity to continue to grow our business. So when she says it's this determination, it's not determination against all of these things that are happening in the world. It was actually determination against the own, her own thinking and her own, you know, quick thought that came to her of negative. I think we came up or you came up with a moniker early in the year, right? Negative thinking is a drain on my energy. And you had to remember that because if you kept thinking negative, your energy would die down. And in your business, if your energy dies down, you are not an effective entrepreneur. No, no people come to you for your energy as a trainer, as a, as a gym owner, right? As a studio owner, who's helping people improve their fitness and get better. Your energy is infectious and that's what people come to you for. So it was so important to keep that up, but that was, that's exactly what would happen if you let these things creep in, your energy would die. Yeah. And I think that, um, I actually really, I mean, I think on the surface and I don't share a lot of it. I don't share hardly any of it with my clients because why would I, that's, they don't need all that like stuff in their own head. Um, but I would say that to myself sometimes on an hourly basis, negative thinking is a drain on my energy. Negative thinking is a drain on my energy. Um, and, and I, and since then, um, I've actually changed it a little bit to say positive thinking fuels my energy because I wanted it to be a more positive um, approach to my thinking. But even, I mean, like simple things like that, right? I, I don't, maybe this unicorn exists out there somewhere who can like figure that out on their own <laughs> without ever having dialogue with another human being. I couldn't do it. I, I needed someone to hold the mirror up in front of my face and be like, do you hear what you're saying? What, where is this based? This isn't based in reality. Yeah. And you have commission over how you think about this. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I use that with a lot of things in my life now. Just reframe it and keep saying it to yourself. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. And, and it's, it's so interesting, but let's talk about the pivots. So you're a brick and mortar, um, fitness studio who has been, you know, ordered to close more than you've been ordered to be open. What talk about the innovation or what you've done to find profit and success this year, despite not being able to be open sometimes. Yeah. 
Well, um, my, so my hallmark is semi-private and private training only. I don't do classes. Um, and that, you know, is a longer story about my philosophy about training, but short, you know, once we were mandated to close, I immediately said to my clients, okay, um, I'm going to just start sending you the workouts on an Excel spreadsheet, um, in the exact, on the exact same day that you would have come into the studio to train. Um, and then I also told everybody, come into the gym, take any equipment that you want. Um, my shelves were bare. I had nothing left. And no, I didn't rent it out. That was part of your membership was that you got to take this super premium equipment home with you. Um, and these people are like an extension of my family. So I trust them with my stuff. Um, and it was one client who actually, I think, kind of pushed this over for me. Um, we had been going around along that way for a couple weeks and I had said to everybody, Hey, um, I let's like, we could zoom your semi-private session. Uh, just tell me if you want to do that. But it was also such a weird time. Right. And we were all like trying to figure stuff out and I didn't want to like impose on them because I didn't know what was going on in people's lives. And so we just kind of held back for like two weeks and I would just send the spreadsheet and I would send a text and Hey, how's it going? Um, and I had this one client who finally texted me one day and he was like, these workouts are taking me two hours. I, I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm not feeling good. I can't, I don't think I can do this anymore. And I said, do you, you know, should, let's, let's jump on a zoom call together. And he, he was like, great, uh, let's do it right now. <laughs> so, um, you know, I was like the rest of the world, my kids are home. I'm trying to do homeschool. I'm trying to run a business. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. So we got on the zoom call and he was the one that shifted it for me where I realized they're not, most of my clients are not going to ask me. They're probably just as concerned about me as I am about them. And they don't want to impose on me because they know that I have two kids at home and I'm trying to raise a family and keep all the balls in the air. Um, but he was brave and he said what he needed. And I realized I got to, I have to formalize this. This can't be up in the air anymore. So I immediately messaged everybody and I said, from now on, we're on zoom for your session. I don't care what your house looks like. Your other semi-private group people don't care what your house looks like. We're getting on the call together. And so for probably six weeks, we did it that way. Then we were able to come back to the studio. Oh, yay. (laughs) Wonderful. Happy days are here again. And then we got closed again. (laughs) And I was like, okay. And so that whole time, I was at home. I was sitting in my garage um, with my dogs and my kids. And I felt really unprofessional and I felt really like I just wasn't giving them the best of me. Um, and I remember saying to you, Dave, like, I don't want to go into the studio to do these sessions because they're going to, they're going to see me there and they're not, they don't get to be there. And that feels terrible to me. And I remember you said like, you know, they want to see you there. They want to see that there's hope. They want to see that they're, that they're going to get back there one day too. And so I bought like a whole 
you know, flat screen TV and a podcast mic and an HD camera. And I created my Zoom station in my studio, which was hard for me (laughs) because that wasn't part of my original vision for the space, right? I had this aesthetic thing that I had going on and I had to change that whole thing. Not only Um, wasn't it part of your vision, you were actually fully on against ever being an online coach. Oh yeah. yeah. I like I I just I was like there's no way and I had had colleagues who were coaching people all over the world and I was just like I don't know how they do that. Like I have to have the 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 in-person connection. I you know blah 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 all the stories we tell ourselves. Um and I actually signed a bunch of private clients during quarantine. And that was super scary for me too, because these were women who were coming to me. Um, I, I, one of the things that I specialize in is um, pre and postnatal um, training and healing of a diastasis and pelvic floor engagement. And I had a client reach out to me and I remember I was like, oh shoot, like I hope she says she wants to wait until COVID's done. Because at that time, right, we thought COVID was like two weeks long. (laughs) Um, And I was like, I hope she waits till COVID's done because I don't think I can heal a diastasis um, virtually. I I can't do that by Zoom. And she was like, no, I don't want to wait till COVID's done. I want to do it right now. (laughs) And so I had to, again, I had to figure it out, right? And um, yes, virtual coaching works. Is it my favorite? No, because I'm a people person and I want to see your face and I want to like be able to immediately identify what is what you're doing that may need correcting. Um, but when you have to, you figure out how to make it work. Yeah. Um, and so that Zoom, well, I call it my Zoom station, that has become an essential part of the work that I do because Some people are not comfortable coming back in the studio. Um, Some people, you know, maybe you wake up and your childcare fell apart or your car won't start. My clients are just, they, all they have to do is send me a text and say, I'm going to be on zoom this morning. And I throw up the link and it's, they're like right here with me. So that was just one of those silver linings and those blessings in disguise. Um, It opened up a whole Another feature of my business that I would have never considered in yeah. a million years. I wouldn't have done it. And we have this, you know, realization now and the kind of this joke, but also very serious thing that we use of like Robin is a, a fitness studio in a global pandemic that has never closed, even though she's been ordered to close, yeah. even though she had to lock her door and not let people in, she's actually never closed and she never will close in the future because of what she's set up. She's bulletproofed her business against a global pandemic. How many of you can say that, that you've actually bulletproofed your business against this? Doesn't mean she's bulletproof herself. I can tell you that much, but I can tell you she's bulletproofed her business and she's willing to do the work to do that now. And now it makes it easier to operate in the way of, hey, if something gets shut down, nothing changes. You just go to plan B because it's all set up and ready to go. Right? Yeah, and I what I love about it is that it takes, this this feeling of impotence in the face of like these forces that you can't control. Yeah. I can't control the spread of COVID beyond, you know, wearing a mask and doing all the right things. I can't control whether um, San Diego mandates my business closed or open. But what I can control is 
the type of experience that my clients have and whether they're able to maintain um, a, a, a trajectory toward their goals. That is totally within my control. Um, so yeah, I, I love zoom now. (laughs) I love that. What do you think the hardest thing has been about growing your business to this point? If you were to pick one thing, me, yeah, (laughs) I agree with you. No, (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's, that's so important for people because, you know, I've had other clients and they give great advice on this, but the truth is you are your biggest problem in your business. Yeah. Nothing else is yeah. is a bigger problem than you will be ever. And if you right. can accept that, then you're, once you accept it, you're willing to work on it and, and, and you can do whatever the heck you want with your business. It's amazing. Well, and you know, the, the fitness industry in particular, it, it's like on a pendulum, right? Yeah. The season dips, nobody comes in. The, the weather gets warm. Everybody's like, I gotta, I gotta work out. That is always going to be that way, but I get to decide whether I see that as a a positive or a negative just this week or last week, right? I'm texting, I'm messaging you. Oh, I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, it's kind of quiet and, (laughs) and you had to remind me it's quiet now because you're getting ready for the next big thing. I am the I am the single limiting factor and also the 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 one factor that will push me over the edge to success. Yeah. Every And I wouldn't have time. believed that before I met you. Well, that's incredible because that is the single most important lesson I think any entrepreneur can learn. And the rest after you learn that is just strategy and maintenance. Like that's all it comes yeah. down to. Once you get that. And so I love your thought around, well, if it took me all of my first year to get to this point and I still found success, imagine what I can do if I now know that what I can do in year two. And I think that's so, so profound for you to understand about yourself because that will carry you through years of whatever you do in business and in life. It will carry you through more success than you ever thought possible. If you had one piece of advice to give entrepreneurs listening, what would you tell them? Hire a coach. Hire a coach. Period. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I agree with you. And I don't think I am everybody's coach. I want people, the listeners to know that. I don't think everybody has to hire me. I don't want everybody to hire me because I can't. What I want you to do is find that thing. You know, Robin said earlier, and I said it too, but we clicked, we started to work together and it, and everything started to grow for her and started to, you know, in the ways that it had to at that point. You got to find someone that you click with. You got to find someone that you like their approach and you like their style. Go learn about them, but find yourself somebody because we know knowledge is great. I'm glad you listen to my podcast and I'm glad I'm not the only podcast you listen to. I'm sure you listen to other podcasts too. Consuming knowledge is not enough anymore. If you're not executing, you're not growing. Um, now I know you listen as well. What podcast, what episode of my podcast is your favorite or what one would you recommend besides your own? It can't be your own. I know you. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I have two favorites. And I, when I kind of reflected on that, it felt really um, apropos. Because what, what has been so helpful about our relationship has been both the nuts and bolts around how I'm going to 
how I'm going to structure my business, how I'm going to market, you know, all those kinds of logistical pieces. So for that, the um, core messaging um, podcast was actually my favorite. And as I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh, shit, wait, have I been doing that? Wait, I, I have to go back. I have to think about that. So it was really fun for me to think um, more critically, even though we talk every week, um, there's always something to learn. There's always a different approach. Um, and then from like the more mind-based side, which is the other thing about our relationship that I really appreciate, is the episode on gratitude. Um, if you cannot appreciate the things that are going well in your life, or even appreciate the things that are hard, but are forcing you into growth. I don't care. You're never going to make it. So those two really resonated for me and were kind of an example of, I think the successful work that we've done together. Amazing. I love those. And those are two great episodes. So if you haven't heard those, go back and listen to them. And just for fun, just so you know, Robin actually was one of uh, the first testimonials we put on our website. And the video she recorded for me was actually pre-COVID. So if you want to see a bright-eyed, really hopeful and inspired (laughs) entrepreneur before the world crushed them for a minute, you can go to my website and I'll put it in the show notes for everybody, but you can go to my website and watch her testimonial from when we first started working together a few months in. And you can honestly see like how excited you are and how this, and I can tell you that changed quickly when COVID hit, but we're back to that point, even with COVID now, which I absolutely love. Um, So you can actually see her and see the beautiful studio behind her, which would be cool if you're listening to this. So um, thank you very much. I was so excited to have my favorite, best, most achieved client ever on my podcast. (laughs) Ever. That's (laughs) right. You now have that recorded and and you can hold me to it at any time you want. (laughs) Um, If you uh, tell people where they can find you, if they are in San Diego or they know someone in San Diego or they just want to get a hold of you because they know that you can help them, um, tell people how they find you. Well, my favorite platform is Instagram. So I'm at Movement Studio SD and that's movement with no vowels. So M-V-M-N-T Studio SD for San Diego. Beautiful. So if you are in San Diego, if you know anyone in San Diego, please tell them about this amazing opportunity that's there for them. If you're not in San Diego, I would still contact Robin because I promise you she will find a way to help or offer value in some way, um, especially with well, all the Well, Dave, like I just said, I do virtual coaching now. You don't have to be in San Diego. I have a Zoom setup. Exactly. You see, this is, <laughs> this is where she's come to, people. This is why she's so successful. So... <laughs> So go you check her out. A monster. That's right. You should work with people everywhere. So if you have any need for the work that Robin does and you just love her energy like I do, then get a hold of her because it will be worth it. Um, we'll put all that information in the show notes. Thank you so much, Robin. I so appreciate you coming on and sharing your story because I've talked about you so many times on this podcast and I love people just to hear it directly from you. Um, so thank you. Um, well, Dave, thank you for, for, you know, putting up with my BS for a year plus and um, inviting me to into year two. Yeah. I couldn't, I, I, you know what? I, I'm going to change that. I was going to say I couldn't do it without you. Absolutely could do it without you. 100%. And I would be ready to um, jump off the tallest building <laughs> if I didn't have you. So I, and, you and, saved my life. And I agree. Well, thank you for that. That's a huge compliment, but I agree. Anybody that I take on as a client, I tell them right off the bat, they do not need me. They can do it without me. Sometimes it's just faster, cheaper, and way less 
painful, like jump off a building painful when you do have a good coach <laughs> to help you through that. So thank you again. Um, check out the episodes that she mentioned, check out the show notes for more information on Robin, and we will see you next week. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review this podcast. It helps me out and spreads the word to other badass business owners. If you want more from me, check me out online, www.davemoreno.ca. Remember, that's .ca. That's it. The fun's over. Go get to work. Grow that business.